In my Father's house are many mansions. Heaven is a big place. In my Father's house are many mansions, says John 14. Room enough for anyone and everyone who chooses to be a member of God's family. So please feel free to invite your entire family, including in-laws and outlaws, every one of your friends, all of your neighbors, the total population of your city, your state, your nation, everybody in the whole wide world. This is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten. It's November 14th, and I'm dedicating today's podcast to Marina, Vanessa, and Byron. Still working on Megan a little bit, but I hope she comes around. These are three Christians who I hopefully recruited to listen to the podcast. They seem very interested, very eager. They know the Lord, they love the Lord, and they want to get on board. Amen. Let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another day untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday. And let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight. For I can't walk alone. Amen. And please, God, take this headache off me. I can't wake up with a headache. I just can't do it. Okay. God's way day by day. Joshua 1.8 says, This book of law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night. As you read the Bible daily, God directs you challenges you, warns you, comforts you, and assures you. Daily reading is like preventative spiritual health care. It's better to divert a problem or to address an issue before it truly becomes a major concern. In daily reading, God refines you bit by bit, slowly and yet continually, transforming your thoughts and responses into those of Jesus. The guidance that God gives to you in his word is complete. It is a thorough answer. The more you read the Bible, the more you will begin to see how principles are connected and reinforced. The main themes and teachings of the Bible are repeated again and again in different words, in different people, in different situations. Amen. And commanding your morning, a daily devotional. It says, make the world better. 1 Corinthians 4.20 
for the kingdom of God is not in word but in power. I believe prayer is one of the most powerful contributions a Christian can give toward making this world a better place. You don't learn to pray powerfully and effectively by reading a how-to manual. You learn how to pray when you pray. When you do, you will discover there is no continent, no nation, no organization, no city, no office, no situation, no circumstance, no condition, no government, no case, no issue, and no battle that is off limits to the force of its effect. There is no person, no policy, nor any political power on this earth that can keep prayer out. Prayer is a game changer. Prayer makes a difference, guaranteed. Bow your head. I am your representative in the earth realm. I stand in the authority I have in you and command the spiritual climate to shift, the economic climate to shift, the social climate to shift, the political climate to shift, and the atmosphere around me to be filled with the glory of God. I declare and decree that the environment in my home, in my workplace, and my region is suitable for my ministry, my family, my business, and my ideas to thrive and be used to advance your kingdom. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Stay with us. We'll be back with some more good old prayers. Yay. My headache's kind of fading. Pray for me. And now hope for each day. We all experience discouragement and sometimes it can be almost overwhelming. Look at Elijah. He had been one of God's most faithful servants, never wavering in the face of disaster or King Ahab's threats. Then God used Elijah to confront the pagan prophets of Baal and demonstrate to all the nation that God alone was worthy of their worship. But only days later, discouragement and depression almost overwhelmed him. Fearing Queen Jezebel's rage and convinced that the people's hearts were unchanged, Elijah fled to the desert and concluded he was a failure. He said, I have had enough, Lord. God answered him, first, by providing rest and food. Mm-hmm. Elijah had neglected to take care of himself, and it affected his emotions. Second, God showed Elijah his glory, reminding him of the greatness of the God he served. 
Finally, God assured him that he still had work for him to do. When discouragement comes and you wonder if you can go on, please remember Elijah and be encouraged. Amen. What proof does Jesus offer that he is truly God in human form? Well, first, there was proof of his perfect life. Second, there was the evidence of his miraculous power. His power was the power of God Almighty. Third, there was the evidence of fulfilled prophecy. Hundreds of years before his birth, the prophets of the Old Testament spoke precisely of his death and resurrection. Fourth, was the evidence of his resurrection from the dead. Fifth, there's the proof of changed lives. Christ alone, the divine Son of God, has power to change the human heart, and he does so often. Faith in Christ is not a leap in the dark. It is based on the solid facts of Christ's life, death, and resurrection. Thank God we have a solid foundation in him. Amen. And God's purpose for your life. Today, realize that the Holy Spirit is committed to guarding your life, especially your heart and mind. So why is it that we can still be tempted and fall? God defends you from evil. He also allows you the free will to choose what you'll think and do. This is often why we get into trouble. Instead of fixing our eyes on Jesus to bring us joy, peace, and stability, we entertain our appetites and cravings, doing more harm to ourselves than we can imagine. Sooner or later, our errant deliberations lead to sinful behavior. Sin begins its reign in your mind, which is why it's always crucial to examine what you're thinking. It is not the passing lustful thought that's sinful. Rather, it's when you dwell on it, imagining what it would be like. As long as you reject those thoughts, you'll do what God has called you to do and walk in the light and freedom of his truth. So watch your thoughts, all of them. Rebuke the temptation to dwell on things that are not worthy of who you are as a child of God. Instead, train your mind on Jesus and you will be the victor. So those thoughts of retaliation, revenge, bitterness, thoughts of hatred, thoughts of unforgiveness, let them go. Free yourself. Jesus, I know I dwell on sinful thoughts. Help me stop them. 
so I can obey you. Amen. And now some lovely prayers from the wilderness. This is a meditation of thanksgiving, so bow your head, close your eyes. Ah, take a deep breath. Father, I thank you for another day. I am blessed with another opportunity to be a vessel of thanksgiving. I do not take your love for granted, nor do I overlook your grace and mercy, which embrace me every day. You are the joy that abides within me, the peace that comforts me, the love that protects me. Without you, I am nothing. I am so thankful to be your daughter. I have the benefit of speaking to you every day and knowing you are waiting to hear from me. Your listening ear provides me with the blessed assurance essential for my existence. Your answers to my prayers prevent me from wandering aimlessly without a purpose or a plan. Father, even though my natural being desires to know all the chapters in the book you've written for my life, I am thankful you only reveal one moment at a time, one day at a time, one circumstance at a time. Let me repeat that. Lord, I am thankful. Come on, (laughs) y'all. That you only reveal one moment at a time, one day at a time, one circumstance at a time. To know my entire journey and order of my steps would overwhelm me. So I am grateful that you as my loving father are teaching me to yield to your sovereign power and unconditional love. Thank you, Father, for teaching me to seek you first, which is the true order of life. You never promised me a life without problems or afflictions, but daily prayers of thankfulness and gratitude keep me covered with your grace and mercy. I know I must endure trials I am aware spiritual growth can only develop through spiritual testing and affliction is part of the fabric of life. Yet I am thankful for the strength you provide in the wilderness, the lessons you teach and the battles you fight on my behalf. I thank you, Father, that your word is true. You promised me in Hebrews 13, 5, that you would never leave me nor forsake me, and you never have. So I thank you for a love I cannot earn, I cannot buy, I cannot sell, but you give it to me freely and unconditionally. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. And Psalm 100 says, Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. 
Be thankful to him and bless his name. Amen. Psalm 105 says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him. Sing psalms to him. Talk of all his wondrous works. Glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those rejoice who seek the Lord. And 1 Thessalonians 5 says, In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Amen. Okay. Half my headache is gone. (laughs) Stay with us. We'll be right back with more prayers. Let's shake off all the shackles today. Anything that is blocking any channel that would give us clear passage to God and to be in his grace. And we know that forgiveness is one of the biggest blockers and we're going to blow it out the water today. Forgiveness is an act of the will, not a feeling. If we pray for a person, we can be assured that we have forgiven that person. So take a minute to meditate on that person that you're mad at right now that you do need to forgive. And you're going to say a prayer for that person. And that's your assurance that you have forgiven them. To help accept an individual and open ourselves to a particular person more, picture him with the Lord Jesus and say to the Lord, I love him because you love him. I forgive him because you forgive him. Forgiveness is a lifelong obligation daily We need to forgive those who hurt or injure us. Dear Lord, I forgive all service people, policemen, firemen, bus drivers, hospital workers, repairmen, anyone who has taken advantage of me in their work. Lord, I forgive my employer for not paying me enough money, for not appreciating my work, for being unkind and unreasonable with me, for being angry or unfriendly, for not promoting me, and for not complimenting me on my work. Lord, I forgive my school teachers and instructors of the past, as well as any in the present, For those who punished me, humiliated me, insulted me, treated me unjustly, made fun of me, called me dumb or stupid, 
made me stay after school, I truly forgive them today. Lord, I forgive my friends, the ones that have let me down, lost contact with me, do not support me and never did, were not available when I needed help, borrowed money and did not return it, and even those that gossiped about me. Lord Jesus, I especially pray for the grace of forgiveness for the one person in life who has hurt me the most. I ask to forgive anyone who I consider my greatest enemy, the one who is the hardest to forgive, or the one who I said I would never forgive. Lord, I beg pardon for all these people, for the hurt I have inflicted on them. And the hurt they have inflicted on me. Especially my mother, my father, my marriage partner, and fill in the blank. Thank you, Jesus, that I am being freed of the evil of unforgiveness. Let your Holy Spirit fill me with light and let every dark area in my mind be enlightened. Amen. Remember, forgiveness is an act of the will, not a feeling. Thank you for coming to pray with me today. Let's get these blessings started. My headache is three-fourths gone. (laughs) Honestly, it has lightened up. I don't know why I wake up with a headache sometimes, but it's all good. It's going to go away. When you go out today, I'd like you to touch the lives of at least two people. Believe me, it sounds a lot harder than it is. Just touch two lives. Be good. Come back tomorrow. Have a great day. Bye for now. Thank you.